Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Isaac and today I'm going to be talking to you about purity as well as how you hold yourself in Christ. So is the way that you go out and show people how you walk, is it reflecting Jesus or is it reflecting humans and man, how they walk? Let me tell you something, I have a verse for you and it is in, let me pull it up. It is in Psalms chapter 101 verse 3. You can follow or you can just listen. Sit back and listen. You know, relax. It first starts off at the top of, of David, a song. Period. Then it says in verse 3, I will not look with approval of on anything that is vile. I'll say it again. I will not look with, with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I will have no part in it. Hmm. See, when I first heard that, I was shocked. Like, it's just a chill was sent all through my body. It, it just flew right through my body. And let me tell you something. It didn't go through one year and come out the other. It stayed there. And I was actually at school when I first, when I actually read this. Uh, when I was reading the, I remember it was right after lunch. It was still during lunchtime. But uh, I decided to, I always go to class early before so that I'm on time. I don't know about you, but I walk fast when I go to class. Or maybe that's just how I just walk fast for no reason. And it's just funny. If we were walking together and I said bye, for real, I'm gone. You're not going to see me. I'll be down the hall in five seconds. For real, I walk fast. So um, let me get back on topic. I remember it was before class and um, no one was there. It was just me alone. I was just leaning on the wall and I pulled out my phone and um, I just decided to, what do you call it? Go to the verse of the day. And it's it had, it was actually this one. And it was a devotion. And the devotion that I'm going to be reading from today. And it, it was in Psalms chapter 101, verse 3. I will not look with approval on anything that is vile. I hate what faithless people do. I will have no part in it. And when I read that, oh man. Really, I held my tongue. I was surprised. But you know what else? During that period, you know. I forgot what I was going to say about it, but during that period, I just decided, you know, what? how how do you hold yourself? I just question, I want to question right now. How do you hold yourself during the day? Whether you're at school, if you're not in school, whether you're at work, if you're not at work, you're at home, anything in this world. Let me tell you something. Life is temporary. So how you hold yourself is important. Let me tell you something. Who you hang around is important. And they'll, it'll affect who you hang around. Who you hang around will affect you. Who you um, also who you talk to will affect you, and you also will affect them. So when you talk to somebody, make sure that you're leaving a lasting effect on them. You know, for example, if somebody walks right past you and they bump into you, you don't just turn around and then push them back or bark at them. You know, no, you don't do that. You don't bark at them. Actually, that happened one time. These two guys were joking around. He bumped into his friend. He just started barking at him. I was like, what is this foolishness, you know? Anyways, that's nonsense. But um, you, you, let me tell you something. You reflect what Jesus has taught you, you know? I remember, um, or rather, I talked about this in a previous podcast where if somebody bumps into you, you know, allow the Holy Spirit to take care of it, you know? Have a relationship with Christ that if somebody bumps into you or hurts you or anything even if it's in a good situation if somebody does something you have a relationship with christ that jesus alone his presence can allow them to know how you hold yourself in christ you know like for example if someone crossed paths with you they don't even have to speak to you know that you're a believer of christ and that you have a relationship with him i actually have an example for you one of uh before i moved uh out here before i lived when used to live in north carolina with my family um before we moved out here, I say we, I'm not alone, I'm only 15. Uh, uh, 
I remember it was at Sunday school. It was a few years ago. And our, our Sunday school teacher, he had uh, gave us a, he used to give us some really, really, really personal, not personal, examples of um, how the Holy Spirit led him in so many ways. But I'll just give you one. And I'll start giving you a few of how a lot of his examples. And they were really powerful and strong. And remind me, if you can. Um, let me get to it. The example that he gave us, our Sunday school teacher, he was at the store and he was shopping and he was at the checkout line. I don't remember exactly. He was at the checkout line and there was a guy in front of him, or I don't remember, it was behind him. And this guy, he had tattoos all over his face, his neck, his legs. He was just filled and covered in tattoos. And if it was me, I would have been scared. I would just run away. I would, and then, you know what happened? He said the Holy Spirit led him to talk to him. He said, talk to him. Oh man, I would have, <laughs> I don't know what I would have done, but he decided he was going to listen. He talked to him and you know what the first impression he left on, he automatically knew the way he talked, the way he looked, the way he just acted, acted and held himself. Our, our Sunday school teacher already knew he was a believer, already knew that he believed in Christ, that he was a Christian because of the way he held himself, you know? I'm not saying how he was speaking, you know, back in, you know, the King James Version. Thou shalt not leave. No, 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 no. Let me tell you something. It's how you hold yourself. And sometimes the Holy Spirit will speak for you in many different ways. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. Even if you're not a believer. You know, Jesus still can't speak to you. But anyways, let me get back on topic. So, actually, I remember, if actually, if I turn off my phone right now, there's this verse that I have in Philippians chapter 4, verse 9. It says, whatever you have learned... Or received or heard from me or seen in me put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you so whatever you have learned from Jesus Christ you put it into practice you don't just let it sit there and rot away no you follow Jesus with all that you can you strive to be the not just the best person that you can be the best person that Jesus has called you to be right amen you know gotta get that last finishing touch Right there, the, the pizzazz. But what I'm trying to say is, if somebody at school, I, I, I go to school every day, you know, why am I saying that? You already know that. Uh, at school, you know, there's people who come to school and they use horrible language, bad language. They um, do all sorts of things and steal all of these bad things. I'm not saying that's what everyone does, but when you see those kind, when you see those kind of acts happen, don't take part in it. Just like how it says in Psalms 101, verse 3 i will have no part in it and it says right above that i hate what faithless people do i will have no part in it don't take part in it you walk away you don't bat an eye you don't bat an eye as soon as you do though if you lock eyes with them you'll be locked if you lock for example if you look eye to eye you don't look eye to eye you walk away you don't take part in that for example i've given this example quite a few times but for example the people you hang around will affect you. Do you know why? Let me give you an example. So you have good water, you know, you have sewage water. And then on the side, you have a you have a glass of clean water. It just came from the fridge. You just, um, or wherever. You just have some clean water and you have some a cup of sewage water. And let's say you mix those two. What do you think is going to take over? You think the clean water is going to, what do you call it? You're just going to, if you pour it in the dirty water, you think you're still going to drink it? No. Let me tell you something. If you have a relationship with Christ, just ask yourself before you do anything. If you think you're about to do something stupid, what do you do? You ask yourself this. WWJD. There it is. I'll leave you with that. But let's talk over. Let's let's talk. 
what do you think God is speaking to you? What is God saying to you right now? I remember as I was um, doing this devotion, at the end you can, um, you get to reflect on what you learned and what God is speaking to you. And one of the things I wrote was, hold yourself in a way that Jesus wants you to, to the point where someone who doesn't even know you at all will just automatically know you're a Christian. You know? Follow the way of Jesus, not the way of man, and avoid sin at all costs. It's not worth going to hell, you know? It's not a bad word the way you use it, but it's not worth going to hell. Follow Jesus, accept him, receive him, so that you may spend eternity with him. And make it not that you don't want to go to hell. Make it so that you want to go with Jesus. Let me tell you something. It's, it's better to say and to believe that you want to spend eternity with Jesus. Don't say, you know, the reason why I'm following Jesus is because I don't want to go to hell. So you're saying, after all that you've done, spend the time with Jesus, all of that is just because you don't want to go to hell? No, it should be because you want to spend eternity with Jesus. Make it as a perspective that you're shining light on the darkness, you know? Make it so that you're shining light on the light. And that light is Jesus. Shine that light on him. No, don't shine the light on the bad things, you know? But let me tell you something. It's, of course, in this example, it's, of course, you don't want to give their your attention to those things. I'm talking about give your attention to God. But let me tell you something. In certain situations, you always want to shine your light on the darkness so that people, that's exactly what I'm saying. Spread the word of God, you know? It's just, that's exactly, it's the same thing. Shining your light on the darkness is like, for example, there's this, um, our church, another church had just been made new and new as we're, I'm in Washington right now with my family. And, um, there's the church that we currently go to. Another church had come. He had said he's starting church and it was in the worst parts of Seattle where that, where that's in one of the worst parts of in Washington, in actually the United States, because that's where the most non-believers are. And that's where depression and all of those things are. And he decided to create start a church. Not in the best places, but one of the worst places so that people will have a place to go, you know? Will have a place to come and worship, you know? Shining your light on the darkness. But I'll save that topic for another day. So if you're still here, pat yourself on the back and I pray that you stay tuned all the way through throughout my podcast that I have for you in the future. So if you're still here, thank you so much for staying tuned and I really hope to see you guys next time. I'll see you guys next time, Lord willing. God bless you. Peace.